Worship the King, all glorious above, and gratefully sing His wonderful love. Our shield and defender, the Ancient of Days, pavilioned in splendor and girded with praise. The voice of the Lord will call to the city, and it is sound wisdom to fear your name. Hear, O tribe, who has appointed its time. Is there yet a man in the wicked house along with treasures of wickedness and a short measure that is cursed? Can I justify wicked scales and a bag of deceptive weights? For the rich men of the city are full of violence. Her residents speak lies, and their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. So also I will make you sick, striking you down, desolating you because of your sins. Isn't that just special? Yeah, my song was better. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, children. You can tell by the voice over there that Cameron's Hi. here. Who I have, who, according to the oldest, wisest man in the church, I don't have to listen to. Yeah, he and I still have to talk. <laughs> and we we'll are here. That later. <laughs> we are here this week to tell you that everything is fine if you will just see things our way. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> to which I say, then see things my way, and it's fine for you, too. Ta-da! Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, come on. We're going to have fun today. Mm. Fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. All right, you ready? Till her daddy took your T-bird away. No, there shall be no T-birds. We can't afford them. <laughs> Story number one. Okay. Death by Numbers. Which that is kind sounds of like, like a math problem. Kind of like paint by numbers, but you know. <laughs> Death by numbers. So, see, I told you math could kill you. That's why, don't tell my daughter that. She hates math as it is. <laughs> this, this math might kill you. <laughs> All right. The New York Times issued a correction on Friday. That's... How many years ago did this problem happen, I wonder? Go ahead. After a reporter said 900,000 children have been hospitalized in the U.S. with COVID. Yeah, no. Would you like to guess what the actual number is? Probably 9,000. Not quite that bad. Not even that bad? The, no, no, no. When the true figure oh, the is okay. a tiny fraction of that, 63,000. Oh, okay. Which is about how many they have when you have the flu. To so quote I mean, the man whose birthday it was yesterday, the great prophet Bob Uecker, mm-hmm. just a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Tried, just the, a bit tried the corner and missed you. The mistake yeah. was made by the New York Times' health and science reporter, Apoorva Mandavili. I don't name these people. Okay. Who took to Twitter back in May to claim the theory that coronavirus was leaked from a Wuhan lab has racist roots. She's batting a thousand right here. Oh, gracious alive. But this wasn't the only error in the article titled, A New Vaccine Strategy for Children, Just One Dose, For Now. The piece also described incorrectly the actions taken by the regulators in both Sweden and Denmark. In addition, the the article misstated the timing of an FDA meeting on authorization of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for children. It is later this month, not next week. (laughs) So, uh, what did this woman get right? Twitter users... Our grammar teacher would be proud of her. (laughs) Twitter users weren't too happy by the shoddy reporting, which missed the actual figure of children hospitalized for COVID in the U.S. by 837,000. 
Yes, a lot. They were off by more than three quarters of a million. A fellow writer responded to the correction and said, I see the New York Times reporter is meeting her usual standards today. (laughs) Okay. I mean, this is an elevation of 14 times the actual number. So this is us known as a lie. You ready for (laughs) this? Flat out lie. No mistake there. Mandavili, the reporter, is the 2019 winner of the Victor Cohn Prize. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. You don't know what the Victor Cohn Prize is? No, there's a lot of prizes out there that I don't know what they are or want them for that matter. The Victor Cohn Prize is for excellence in medical science reporting. Okay, so she can report things. Doesn't mean she's telling the truth, but (laughs) what is the excellent in? Just saying them? (laughs) Because if she's if it's actually reporting the facts, she missed it. (laughs) Now, why does this matter? Because she's running on her own authority, therefore. Well, no, this isn't your own authority. That's There's no possible way. Mm-mm. Hear me when I say this. There is no possible way you could come up with 900,000 hospitalized children with COVID. No. When even, just... with our, even, no. even with our liberal death, death counting, yeah. we haven't had a million dead. Yeah. You're going to tell me there have been almost a million hospitalized children? Uh, No. No. Something, I mean, now, why is this a big deal? This is why I read the passage that I read earlier. You can't live in a world where this is what passes for information. No, mm -mm. you cannot live in a lie. I mean, that's not, that's not an oops. Uh-uh, it's not no. like it was 630,000 when the actual number was 63,000. Yeah, you could basically in the wrong spot or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dropped her, spilled her coffee, puppy dog, ate her homework, something. That's a big, big difference. I mean, a massive difference. <laughs> so, Sorry. I don't know how you do that. You're laughing at me, my old <laughs> Cameron is looking at me because I'm making all these weird phases because I've, I've just finished lunch a little while ago. And for the dessert, quote unquote, for my lunch, I had some um, craisins. Um, and one of them is stuck to the roof of my mouth. One of the, oh. one of the skins of the craisin is stuck uh-huh. to the roof of my mouth. And I'm <laughs> looking like, the, like, dog the, do- I'm looking like the dog eating peanut butter right now trying to dislodge it. I'm <laughs> like, I'm trying to take up airspace time here for you. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> You're taking too long. What is wrong? Yeah, those things will kill you. It's literally stuck to the roof of my mouth at the uh-huh. back part. It's like, yeah, Your tongue can't go that far yeah, back where it's It doesn't work that way. And sticking your finger back there will make you gag. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yep. So, yeah, we're, yeah. we're having fun. So, I'm playing injured. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing injured. So, yeah, this Yay. wasn't even 630,000 where you could just claim somebody put the comma in the wrong place and mm-hmm. they added the, That's just a completely... Typo. It's a completely made-up number. Now, you probably don't care because I don't care because I don't read the New York Times. No. But... Nobody a lot of people who make decisions do. And this is, but this is important in the world. Yeah. Because one of the problems that we have in the modern world, it is a blessing and a curse. See, social media and the electronic age is both a blessing and a curse in this mm-hmm. regard. Yeah. There is a blessing that we have the entirety of human knowledge in your pocket. That's, yes. that's awesome. That is, to an extent, yes. It's awesome and it's cool, but at the same token, what that means is you also have a 
plethora of places that you can accumulate this knowledge. Yes, yes. How do you vet them all? And what happens if you are not vetting them? Yeah, that's, I've, I've found that to look for like just reasons for indigestion, whatever. Just had a couple of days there, right? And you get 15 different health, quote unquote, health websites that will give you reasons as to why you could or could not have indigestion. And if you don't read at least a good portion of them, say five of them, and compare them and make sure they're all saying something similar, you, you could get one in there that's completely off the wall. And if you don't do that, you don't, you have no idea. You, you have to do your research and research the research. <laughs> and this is what becomes the issue is that there are people who won't do that work because they've grown up in a world where they didn't do that work. They didn't have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm 40. There are a multitude of people who are my age and older who have not grown up having to double check everything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a lot of people, though. Yes, it is. It's a lot of people. And so what ends up happening is one story like this gets repeated by how many papers, by how many news reports. Mm-hmm. And the, then, the, again, the frightening part of this is, were they going to get away with this in the digital age? Oh, no. No. But they did it anyway. Yeah, they did it anyway. And basically because... Well, now, you said that was on Twitter? <clears throat> Only 20% of Americans well, use Twitter. Well, a lot Twitter. of Twitter users called her out. Oh, okay, they but called her out. Okay, was, gotcha, gotcha. Which is an accessible place because of the New York Times readers, probably a vast majority of them are on Twitter. Twitter. Okay, gotcha. But my point is this newspaper, a very large, the largest newspaper in the country. Yeah, I remember you could get advertisements like in North Carolina. You could get the New York Times sent directly to your yeah, house. You I'm like, why do I want something in New York <laughs> in my house in North Carolina? But yeah, it was a big newspaper, a big deal. And they do this, but they, got, they, they knew they weren't going to get away with it, but they did it anyway. Why? Just because to get there's, there. there's going to be a group of people who are never going to see that correction uh-huh. and who are just going to sit there and go, hey, a million children have been hospitalized. And that, well, you yeah. All you have to do is just Welcome feed to them. the difficulty of the world and why Christian, I tell you all the time. No, don't just know what you know, but know why wow. you know it. Know your research. Because if you can't do that, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Now, All right. why does this sort of research and keeping up with things matter? Story number two. Okay. Aspirin is evil. <laughs> okay. Yes. The now, heart medicine aspirin, little well, baby med, or just... We're going to talk about that. Okay. Because I want you to pay attention, because this was a story that circulated towards the, towards the end of last year mm-hmm. about aspirin and COVID and heart issues. Yes. There's actually a lot to this that's going to become very important. All right, I'm listening. Doctors should no longer routinely start most people who are at high risk of heart disease on a daily regimen of low-dose aspirin, according to new draft guidelines by a U.S. panel of experts. Okay. The proposed recommendation is based on mounting evidence that the risk of serious side effects far outweighs the benefit of what was once considered a remarkably cheap weapon in the fight against heart disease. When they throw the price tag out there, it makes me start wondering, what's the point? Why did you do this? Go ahead. The U.S. panel also plans to retreat from its 2016 recommendation to take baby aspirin for the prevention of colorectal cancer, guidance that was groundbreaking at the time. The panel said more recent data has raised questions about the benefits for cancer and that more research was needed. On the use of low-dose or baby aspirin, Mm -hmm. the recommendation by the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, put that on a business card, would apply to people younger than 60, 
who were at high risk of heart disease and for whom a new daily regimen of a mild analgesic might have been a tool to prevent a first heart attack or stroke. The proposed guideline would not apply to those already taking aspirin or those who have already had a heart attack. So if you're already taking it, your grandfather did it, it doesn't matter? Is that what I just heard? Sort of. So if you're already taking it, what we found out now doesn't apply to you. Only from this point forward does it apply to you. <laughs> That's just dumb. The task force <clears throat> proposals follow years of changes in advice by several leading medical organizations and federal agencies, some of which had already recommended limiting the use of low-dose aspirin as a preventative tool against heart disease and stroke. Aspirin inhibits the formation of blood clots that can block arteries. Mm -hmm. But studies have raised concerns that regular intake increases the risk of bleeding, especially in the digestive tract and the brain, dangers that increase with age. Okay. So the blood is too thin. Gotcha, it gets too thin. The okay. first large national clinical trial to find that aspirin cut the risk of heart attack included, you're going to love this, only male doctors, and it was stopped early after five years because the benefits were dramatic and appeared to greatly exceed the risks. But that was in 1988, and medical practice has evolved since then, said Dr. Donald M. Lloyd-Jones, president of the American Heart Association. Mm -hmm. With people now better able to control risk factors like high blood pressure and using new drugs to keep cholesterol in check, there is less room for aspirin now to make a difference, Dr. Lloyd-Jones said. But he said there is still the risk of bleeding. So they don't mm -hmm. want to give you aspirin because they have other medications uh -huh. that control the blood pressure uh -huh. that don't have the risk of bleeding. Okay, but... Just because it controls your blood pressure, does it still stop with heart disease and blood clotting, which is the problem? Yeah, your blood pressure may be in the floor because now you're healthy, good to go. But if you still have a clotting issue, you still have a clotting issue. My favorite part of this is you and you glossed oh, right no, over it. The men? Yes. Male doctors? Like, why does that matter? Yeah. How I know. dare they? Only male doctors did this. Patriarchy. We need a woman in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all right. Go right ahead. She'll be the first one to have a heart attack. Now, I point this out. No. This was fun because this was, I saw some reporting on this story at the end of last year. That's okay. how long this has been in the queue. Mm -hmm. And it was presented as, because there was some discussion that aspirin might be an effective uh, prophylactic with, um, with COVID treatment. Yeah, come on, the blood clots. The, the, the people clotting. were joking, oh no, they're going to they're gonna demonize aspirin. And then like uh, the next mm -hmm. week, they made this recommendation. But I thought it was interesting that this is research that goes back six six plus years on recommending aspirin to not be taken. What I thought was hysterical, though, was the reasoning behind it. We don't need to give you the simple cheap drug because we have other, other drugs, drugs that will do it. In other words, the more things change, the, the more, more they, they say, say the, the same. same. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. And That's yeah. what I'm hearing is, is the same. It's Don't take the cheap stuff. Take this more expensive stuff, it's better. It's just medical keeping up with the Joneses. And the, and the knock on it is that, again, only male doctors in the study in 1988 that they cut off early. And the reason they cut the study off early is because they didn't care what the long-term effects were for people at risk of heart disease and heart attacks because it was so drastic in reducing it. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is coming to common parlance. Everybody and their uncle knows that if you're starting to have blood pressure issues later in life, you go take a baby aspirin every day. Uh-huh. I mean, it was at the little so, St. John's aspirin. Yeah, St. John's baby aspirin. Yes, yes. I mean, well, is, then, 
Okay, if over long-term use, as you get older, over 60, you start having problems with brain bleeds and such not as that, then why not just take your little five milligrams of baby aspirin and make it two? I think it's like 80 milligrams, actually. Okay, it's 80 milligrams. So I, they, they I, just I start say reducing baby aspirin, it. I want to say those little baby aspirins are 81 milligrams. That's a number that's sticking into my head. That is actually more than I think about it. Yeah, you're right. I think it is 81. It's a little heart symbol yeah. beside it, 81. Yeah, yeah the, so why not cut it to, to like 40? 40. Yeah, when you turn 60, check your blood. Make sure it's not, if it's getting too thin, cut your aspirin back. Because it's too easy and, and you're not an expert. It makes, yeah, exactly. You're not an expert. And after a while, these experts aren't experts either. They're all, especially when I hear the word federal beside it, you're already being paid off. I don't have nothing, no. No, but let's stop no. though. Now let's stop though, because okay. let's make sure we don't do what we're accusing the world of doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Because again, I pointed out that I saw this story last year with a lot of reporting about COVID. This has yeah. nothing to do no, with COVID. Mm-mm. And you can't find a connection to it. No. Which means there were probably a lot of people reporting on this that had no idea what was going on with it, who were doing good reporting work on other things. But when mm-hmm. it came to this thing, we're like, oh, they're going after the COVID again. Because if you're not careful, again, why do we call them blind spots? Because you don't see them. You don't. Other if people you could outside, see them, yeah, you would know they're there and you could watch yourself And we for wouldn't them. call them blind spots. Yeah, once they're made aware, then they become gray spots because you'll still fall into them, but you're more aware of the fact now. But and still. This is one of my rules for life. You've heard me say this before. I don't know if I've ever said this. I don't know if I've ever said this on a podcast or not, but you've heard me say this. Okay. Should you ever trust an organization that is formed in opposition to something? No. Mm-mm. No. Because they, by definition, are a walking blind spot. Yes, any they're or- against it to start with. So they're not even going to look at any positives that any, may be and then go from there. Any mm-hmm. organization that's solely, that's existence is solely in opposition to one thing cannot, over the long term, be trusted. No. Because they will contort and twist things in order to satisfy their demagoguery over that one issue. Yes. This happens with protest movements. This mm-hmm. happens with foundings of groups. Mm-hmm. If your sole f- purpose of founding is negative in nature, meaning we exist to oppose that, that thing, thing over there, yeah. do not trust that group. There should be a positive reason for the existence of any group or organization, meaning we're not just against that thing, but we, we are, are against that thing for. because we support these things yes exactly. and that support will lead you towards positive outcomes in other areas yeah i agree if you'd like a great example of this take the largest evangelical issue of the last half century i'm trying to narrow it down (laughs) abortion (laughs) okay gotcha in the political realm okay i'm thinking there are groups there are christian groups that oppose abortion Mm-hmm. They just oppose abortion. That's their, That's all they do. Don't trust them. Yeah. Support and follow after groups that support life. Yeah. There's a difference between those two positions. People who are just against abortion are the types that start bombing clinics and yeah. shooting doctors in the street. Yeah. The means, quote unquote, justify the ends. And no, it doesn't. But, but in your mind, if you are against abortion, therefore you do whatever you can to stop the abortion exactly even if it means when doing your something entire wrong. existence is only predicated yeah. on a negative of one thing you cannot be trusted you are a walking blind spot yeah. and what ends up happening is we all do this we form our opinions we form our ideas and that's where we stay christian you don't get that 
option. You are not supposed to walk like that because you are not supposed to sit there and say, this is all I do and this is what I... No, you are supposed to evaluate, run everything through your grid so that you are understanding and processing things rightly. To do anything less is to just do exactly what the world is doing. Mm -hmm. We don't want to adopt their methods. We want to follow Christ and his. Yes. So, with that said, story... Number three. Three. Across the country, Americans' expectations of speedy service and easy access to consumer products have been crushed like a styrofoam container in a trash compactor. Oh. Time for some new, more realistic expectations. <laughs> so ease and convenience and timely mannerisms are now, we need to reevaluate. So, therefore, you have to work for stuff, wait for stuff. Oh, we're going to bring back patience. Fast, <laughs> fast food is less fast. A huge flotilla of container ships is stuck offshore in California. And by the way, that hasn't gone away. Oh, no, 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 it hasn't. It hasn't. But wait a minute. What does that have to do with fast food? Because my first thought is, what, is there frozen hamburgers on those potato chips? Probably. On the potato chips. On those um, ships. Shelves normally stocked with Halloween <laughs> candy this time of year. This shows you how old this story is. Oh, okay. Are empty. And as I saw the other day at Target here in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the issue has become so troublesome with alarming economic and political ramifications that the White House is stepping in, urging unions, port operators, and big consumer goods companies to work around the clock to unclog supply pipelines. And they did to make sure they, they threw a bunch of money at it to avoid a problem at Christmas, but the problem has not been solved. So let's continue. Okay. American consumers, their expectations pampered and catered to for decades are not accustomed to inconvenience. Yeah, no patience. Rather than living constantly on the verge of throwing a fit and risking taking it out on overwhelmed servers, struggling shop owners, or late-arriving delivery people, we do ourselves a favor by consciously lowering expectations. <laughs> okay. This has nothing to do with patience. Yeah, you're right, it doesn't. This has everything to do with Worldview. World, yeah. I don't know about where you live, but in Ann Arbor, the luxury of blithely tapping on a phone and summoning a restaurant delivery that arrives in 45 minutes is over. There's a shortage of food delivery drivers nationwide. The sanity-preserving move is to assume an hour and a half for delivery, and then a mere hour and 10 minutes is a pleasant surprise. I understand people are getting frustrated, but it's time for people to take a chill pill, says Lisa McDonald, owner of Tea House, an Ann Arbor shop selling tea and gifts. I'm just not going to have the things that I usually have. Maybe they aren't going to get the purple mug, but the blue one is pretty too. The other day I found myself carrying home a loaf of bread in my bare hands because the bakery had run out of bags. Back, with, back when we didn't know how good we had it, circa 2019, I might have been annoyed by the inconvenience. Now I was just glad the bakery was still in business. <laughs> the way you read this, and I'm hoping you're reading. I'm hoping you're reading it and doing it do justice with the individual. But you sound like somebody reading the script for Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> I mean, 
that are the Waltons. <laughs> well, that's what this sounds like. Yeah. Again. Oh, I'm sacrificing so much, and I'm being so happy about it. Oh, mm-hmm. bless your heart. That's yeah. literally the entire point of this article, though. Yeah, I am suffering, and I'm happy about how it. How dare <sighs> you expect stores to stock shelves? How dare you expect them to have the things you want? What is wrong with you? Now, Enjoy your suffering. <laughs> from a Christian perspective, should there be joy in suffering? Yes. Not this kind, but yes. Is suffering a real thing or this garbage? This is not suffering. This is just... This is incompetence. Incom- yes, incompetence and inconvenience because of incompetence. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came in to buy your purple mug. Well, don't you want the blue one? No, I want the purple mug. Well, the blue one's pretty too. I didn't say it was ugly. I said I want the purple, purple one. one. Purple's my favorite color. If you don't have the purple one, I'm not buying a mug. I'll go Welcome to mm-hmm. the consumer with options. See, once yeah. again, we talked about, notice what all the solutions to all the problems are. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Accept the change and be happy. And Don't just, expect. Let yeah. the government have all the money and tell you what to do. And then you just deal with everything. Yeah. Because how dare you expect the, the stuff that's on the ship to be unloaded and put in the store for people to buy. See, this is a fundamental change in the way of life mm-hmm. that has been lived. Now, again, should Christians be jerks? Well, no. No, not at all. I'm not arguing that you should. Mm-mm. However, should I expect people who are doing a job to be competent at it? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yes, I should. And see, that's the breakdown of this. That's, again, where we've talked about this numerous times. Reporters, besides being alcoholic children, mm-hmm. you'll have to find that from last year. It was worth it. Besides being alcoholic <laughs> children who are overdosed on gummy bears and bourbon, um, and I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Despite that, they are not our friend. Mm-hmm. The New York Times can literally just make up a number. Yes, they can. We'll just flat out make up a number like we don't even care. We can change the way we report on what's going on with drugs and aspirin and how we use it and why we use it. And then we'll look at you and say, well, when you complain about people being incompetent at their jobs, well, that problem is really about you. you. You're really the issue here. No, no, no. The issue is that you want me to change the way I fundamentally view the world so that it will align with you. Christian, we have a standard. That standard is Christ. We view everything through him. Mm-hmm. When something butts up against that, you give it the left foot of fellowship because it is not a good thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's just, yeah, just, I mean, I understand being content with what you have. I understand with, you see things, you have options, and your options may have suddenly become very, very limited. So you make the best of the choices that you are given. But to tell me to accept what I've got and deal with it happily when it's your incompetence and your lack of planning that has attributed to my suddenly no longer having those choices, that's not a me get happy and deal with it and just you'll be all right. That is you're telling me that don't expect anything. And you know what? expectations I don't have many one the biggest expectation of most everything is just do your best and we'll all be okay but you're not even trying to do that you're just like let me be lazy and you get over it what's the expectation for the Christian excellence yeah do your best Mm -hmm. excellence that's the expectation and here's the other part of this how much of this is all settled all settled yeah I mean, how much of this is set in stone and shall never be changed? Nothing. Mm. 
That's why I said earlier, run everything through your grid. Everything. Not some things. Everything. Bring all thoughts captive to Christ. Mm -hmm. Renew your mind daily. Always be thinking through what's going on, why does it matter, and how do I live in light of this, and then how do I react in a Christ-exalting manner. If you're not doing that on a constant basis, we're going to have big problems. Yeah. So what have we learned here today, children? Mm. That lies are lies, no matter what. Yes, they are. Science is never settled. What was true yesterday... Is true today. Sin wants to destroy every good thing. Yes, it does. Ah, be careful out there. There be dragons. Ooh. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.